0: Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, early childhood, conditioning throughout life, to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I am also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I bring up on this show. On today's Identify and Heal episode, I'm getting into the idea of when we have a situationship, relationship, connection, end, the pain that we feel, the agony, the despair, is it love or is it our ego? Is it an ego bruise or is it a broken heart? What's the distinction between the two? I dive into that in this episode, so take a listen and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Whitney here with another Identify and Heal solo episode of the podcast. Today, I want to elaborate on a concept that came up in my last video on breakups being a catalyst for growth, transformation, change. And during that episode, I touched on the idea of when our feelings post-breakup, when our emotions when our turmoil is related to ego or love. So, I first thought about this even though I've experienced it a lot. This sort of trying to decipher and determine what am I actually feeling? Is this was this really love or was it just ego bruising, which is a term that I used. I don't know if I came up with it. Maybe somebody else uses it, but I'm saying it now. Ego bruising versus heartbreaking. Those are the two distinctions. Anyways, I thought of it particularly one time when I was in session with a client, a lovely young woman, and she was sharing about how she was dating this guy. And he suddenly was kind of slow ghosting her and disappearing, even though they'd had a really nice time and things were going great. And she was pretty upset and torn up about it. And she was kind of sharing like how she was feeling and she was feeling really sad and down about it. Yet everything she was describing about the situation didn't really sound like it was very kind or loving or intimate just by the way she described it and so my, the thought that came to my mind was i don't think that your heart is hurting you know i don't think that you're experiencing a a broken heart a you know the end of a love affair it sounds like your ego just got hurt like you just got cut kicked right in the gut of your ego and you're like ow you know cuz it the two can feel the same right? The same way that we can sort of confuse the sensation of, you know, using drugs or alcohol or another addiction, and it feels good. It feels almost like a sensation, like a loving, warm sensation. But really what it is, is it's just a temporary soothing, right? To the pain that we're feeling. It's like an ointment, but is it actual love? No, right? It's just a temporary fix. So the same way, sometimes we can end a situationship, even a relationship. Maybe we've been, we've been with this person a long time. You can be in a relationship with somebody and still never fully experience love. I read in a book, one of my favorite books, I had mentioned a lot of the podcast called conversations with God, total game changer with me. When I first started walking my spiritual path, I discovered it when I was in recovery, early recovery from drugs and alcohol. I mean, you're sober. And in it, it says, you either love or you don't. There's no degrees. There's no variations. It's just either there or it's not, which was really interesting. And I still don't know if I can wrap my head around it, but apparently it came from the mouth of God. You know, this person claims to have channeled. I'm not like doubting it. I'm just saying that's very interesting. This person was a channeler, Neil Donald Walsh. Worth checking out whether how you feel about it or not. Beautiful concepts in that book, whether it came from the divine or not. Uh, Remarkable. Concepts. Anyways, so it got me thinking, you know, when, how often is it really love? And I think that, you know, the easiest distinction is that when we actually love somebody, that it's uh sorrowful, it's in our heart, right? They got into our heart. And not to say even situationships, anyone that we get involved with can find their way into our heart. Yet the majority of the energy is more maybe almost in like our sacral solar plex area where we're like trying to determine our own self-worth and having feelings of intimacy and sensuality and sexuality. And so that can kind of give us that gut feeling, that pain of like, oh God, why did this end? Like, why didn't this work out? Why isn't this person want to go the distance with me? Why aren't they willing to make it work? Why isn't this working? versus the heart, you know, that heartbreak is something very unique, right? It's the sense of two people who have joined together in a loving union, but have realized that it's not going to work. And that's typically, you know, someone who's, I mean, again, it can be any duration of time, any situation, but it's typically more, you know, when it's like a longer term relationship and you really have learned everything about this person, you know, I'm front and back, You've expressed your sentiments of love. You've had that deep love. You've probably gone through the cycles, right? Where at first it's like really intense and you're falling in love. And then you have that stable, beautiful love that you share together and go on travels and adventures and have all kinds of life experiences together. And then sometimes love just fades out, right? It just doesn't stand the test of time. It's not your forever relationship. And that is that deep soul ache where it's not so much hurt in terms of you're not offended. It wasn't like someone, I mean, maybe it could be that one person decided like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to contribute to this anymore because I, I feel us growing apart. I've loved you so much, but I just don't see this continuing on. And if one person wants that, the other doesn't, then it can be like a bit of a mix of rejection, ego, and love. But I think that predominantly that's more what a broken heart is like is when you truly experience love and then you lose it. I've shared before on the show that when i work with couples when they're trying to figure out balance and how to you know keep a relationship working that there are three entities in every relationship there's one partner the other partner and then there's the relationship two people create an entirely separate entity with their energies right it becomes like a combination of the two people but separate right you have your life they have theirs they have their own experiences their own learning their own growth but then you guys create a relationship where you're growing together and you're building together and you're experiencing together in this zone. And when you break up, it's gone. I remember talking on a podcast, um, about somebody brought up like a quote from sex in the city. And they said like, when, when, you know, when you break up, where does the love go? And the answer is that it's gone. You know, it was created and then it was ended. It was born. You literally birth a relationship together, right? Two people contribute different aspects and you create this beautiful, incredible thing that has its its life force and it's thriving. And then when you decide to part ways, you pull back that energy and that thing is no more. It dies. Something is born between you two, between two people that meet and fall in love. Something lives out its lifetime and then something dies. Eventually all loves will die because when our physical body dies, then that experience in this unique realm ends, right? You can say that soulmates have many different loves, but never the same love twice, right? The love that two soulmates have in this lifetime on planet earth is different than the one they might have had, uh, in another timeline on earth centuries ago. Cause they say that, you know, often your soulmates are people that you've had many go-arounds with. And that's, you know, a whole nother thing about, soul tribes and soul pods and how you know in different lifetimes you're different people with different souls you know they say that even like your lover in this time could have been your brother in a last last lifetime and all those things are hard to hear yet there's a, there's a lot of people who are aligned with those ideas and also there's even you know children who are still very close to divine and source and the spiritual realm when they're first born will often speak these truths about their past lives or about the nature of life. And we often brush it off as like, oh, they must've heard something on TV or in a show or something. But I remember my friend telling me that when she was able to speak at three, she was like, mom, don't you remember when I was the mom and you were the little girl? And her mom was like, what are you talking about, Molly? Like, what do you mean? She's like, no, mom, don't you remember? I was the mom and you were the child. My opinion is she was remembering her past life we switch around roles. Anyways, a <laughs> little off topic, but it just goes to this idea that souls have many experiences together. Often the ones that we come into a union with in this lifetime, it's not our first go around with them. We've done it before. So we create a love with them and then it dies. That is love. That is heartbreak. You're literally breaking apart that love union or that heart that you've created together. Painful, most painful thing in the world. It's devastating. It's the most, it's the ultimate loss and grief to some people say it's even more painful to lose someone within life than to lose someone from your life, right? That a breakup can feel more painful than even someone passing, because at least when someone passes, like they're no longer here, but sometimes when you break up with someone, you're not even able to keep them in your life because you need to have that distance, that separation, because it just feels, doesn't feel right anymore. You know, a lot of people say they can't be friends with their exes. Some can, but it's never the same right it's never quite the same when i have kind of stayed friends with exes it's it's such a strange thing right where you you do kind of you create this love together but you also create this whole world together right you guys share this world and sometimes you're little kids together like you're playing in the sandbox of life just enjoying each other and adventures and experiences and other times you're growing together and you're sharing ideas and concepts and you know evolving as souls and then it's over and that that place that sacred place and time that you share together is gone and it can be so tragic. And just little things like when you stop using the word, like your pet names for each other and, you know, sharing like intimacy and intimate thoughts and words, all kind of the second that you call it off, those things end. They have to, otherwise you can't move on. Right. There's certain things that are a part of a relationship that aren't a part of post relationship, you know, consistent texting, checking and things that aren't even intimate, right. Pet names, you know, sh- sharing about our lives. Those are all like the additional fragments of our heart that breaks. It's not just losing the person. It's losing like all these other little things that were a part of the re- that relationship that you built. So that is surmise, that's a word, surmise the heartbreak and to distinguish what that is versus an ego bruising, which I would associate more with situationships. You can feel rejected again, even in like a love breakup. If you're deeply in love and one person said, I quit, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to work towards this. I'm done. I'm done. And that can be devastating. But an ego hit is more like somebody who doesn't even want to have it start in the first place. You can even be maybe dating them for a year, but it's like, you never quite hit that stride. You never quite hit that level of like a committed, serious relationship with them and ego ego hits can hurt ego bruising can hurt really bad because it's this there was this potential right this potentiality that never came into existence which is its own heartbreaking devastation it's almost like when you like get a plant and you can't wait to see it blossom and see its potential and what it can do but then for some reason it just doesn't make it right like my, I have an orchid. Orchids are notorious for being one of the most difficult plants to keep thriving and growing. And right now it's, it's struggling a little bit. He's hanging in there. That's what it can be like. And I also want to offer this because I have, I remember asking this one time I dated somebody very short term, like two months. And that two months affected me for a year. And I was, I was Googling why does situation, why does short-term relationships sometimes feel so devastating? How can they affect you as much as a full-blown relationship. And there's actually a lot of mat- material out there about this. And I believe it's because, and you know, people speak to this in different sources on and resources on this as well, is that it's because you wanted so much to believe in it and the potential, even if there were things that were off. And even as I talk about in a lot of my episodes, speaking a lot to women, is that even when you know you're not necessarily being treated right, and they're not really showing that much, investing that much time or effort. They're not showing that much interest. They're not showing that they're really curious about you and want to get to know you. Even when that's the case, sometimes we still keep hanging on because we want to believe, we want to believe that it's possible. Even if sometimes they start being kind of rude towards us or dismissive or indifferent. And we know deep down that this isn't how somebody treats somebody that they're interested in building a true love connection with we hang in there and then we get sucked in because love is sticky. Any kind of love is sticky. That's why I've spoken before. He did a bit of a warning that be mindful of who you get involved with because you can have somebody come around and it just, you know, it's kind of like a whatever thing. And then, you know, maybe you start sleeping together or spending more time together and emotions get caught in there and you can find yourself feeling emotionally invested in someone that Maybe in the first place, you were like, no, I don't think so. I've kind of seen how they act and I don't really feel aligned or, you know, really agree with some of their behaviors, actions, beliefs, whatever. But once you give into that and get involved with somebody, your sticky emotions come into play and then your heart slash ego can get involved. Yet, ultimately, that's going to be your ego. Because remember I was saying that it's either all love or nothing, again, I don't know if I think that's true, but let's say that that's the case. Then you're not in the love realm. You're still in the ego realm. You're still trying to win over this person. You're still trying to win that offer of love, that cup of love from that person. And you're not getting it. And so let's fast forward to when they finally yank the chain, if you will, and break things off and they disappear and they're gone. And you're left with this like ghost, this ghost of a person lingering around you. And you're sort of like, what the heck just happened? Right. And why do I feel sick to my stomach or just like this pit of just doubt and fear and just questions? Right. I know when I've had situationships, I just, the questions are endless. Why did he say this? If he was, why did he do this? But what about this time when he did this? And I look through the text over and over and over again. Have you all ever done that? I cannot tell you I one time fully copy and pasted the entire, like, this was like a 10 month relationship. Maybe it was less. I don't remember. It was shorter than that. No, this was the two month one. <laughs> I copy and pasted it and I would put it in a word document and read it. I finally had to delete it. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing here. That's what you realize with the situation There's nothing here. There's nothing to find. There's. It's like you're trying to find the riddle of the universe that explains why it didn't work out or why they said this if they did this or why they did this when they said this or if they're going to call again or if there's potential for you, right? Can I also tell you how many times I pulled tarot card after tarot card to see, you know, well, could this maybe work? Is there a potential future? If you have to ask those questions, it's not leading to a relationship. That's what I'll go ahead and say. All the people I've talked to who are in like really stable, really healthy, happy relationships, there's none of that bullshit. It's organic. It feels very natural. There's not a lot of drama. You know, when you're in a situation, that's like a straight line to your ego. So why am offering? why am I offering this? Because it's easier to get over an ego bruising than it is to get over a heartbreak. Also, it shifts your mindset. I know that I've had situationships, unhealthy relationships end, and I felt like my heart hurt. And it's not to say that it doesn't. Every single human is of God of source, which means a word that's synonymous with that is love, love, life, God, source, universe, all the same thing, same word. So when you meet another human and have a connection with another human, you are connecting with another unique expression of love in the universe. So it is true that you can have loving, fond memories of them. Like, Oh, remember when we used to share that special thing together and we had that nice night together and we stayed up so late and laughed so much. And he used to hold me this way. And he used to touch me this way. Those are little, it's like little tiny, like tentacles of love, but it's not being enveloped and wrapped in full love. Like you deserve, like we all deserve tentacles of love are kind of brutal because they come in and give you like this, like a nice little zap of like warm love, but then it's gone and it's not enough, and then you're left alone, right? In situationships, that's what's so challenging. You connect with somebody, you're intimate, and then when you're not together, you're left to wonder, what is this gonna be? Are they actually wanting to build this love connection with me? Is there a future for us? How do they really feel? What did this mean? What did that mean? Again, kind of playing detective. If you can identify that, okay, this was actually in the ego category. This is bruising my ego. Again, it shows you that you're working with a bruise here. What takes longer to heal a bruise or like a full on gash, right? Heart break, heart tear, rip, a bruise. It'll heal pretty quickly. Once you recognize what it is and you don't confuse it for love. Again, give yourself credit. We had these loving moments. I feel loving feelings. Okay. But is it worth it to explore those? If it means that it's going to keep you from actually experiencing love, actually moving on to that true love soulmate that you deserve. So once you've identified that it's an ego bruise rather than true love, if it's a true love, heartbreak, my heart goes out to you. I send you so much healing energy to mend that. I did another episode on breakups and how to get over breakups. You can check that out. I'll expand on that too. But right now, I really just want to focus on helping people distinguish between ego bruises and heartbreaks. So once you've decided that it's an ego bruise because there wasn't any actual love connection being built, again, that third entity. You, the other person, the love entity that was created. It wasn't that. Not to say you guys didn't create your own little world in a little way, but if anything, it was like less than a half love. So that's more so just us left bruised and asking, did I do something wrong? Why didn't this work out? I don't even know if I liked them, but why do I feel hurt and rejected? I don't even know if I like them, but why do I still feel kind of sad in my heart? But then look at yourself and say, did this person? honor me did this connection make me feel good about myself confident or did i consistently find myself questioning myself putting taking down boundaries that i had agreed upon for myself right i'm not gonna you know compromise my time for myself my commitments my rules around dating like maybe i decided that i wouldn't go out with somebody unless they asked a certain amount of time in advance or i wouldn't keep seeing somebody who would go days or a week without contacting me maybe i wouldn't start keep seeing somebody who never really asked about me and didn't show definitive consistent effort and interest when we start to compromise those that's when our ego gets hurt because it's it's self betrayal and self destruction because we know that it hurts us but we do it anyways right it's like when we're trying to eat healthier and we're like, oh, but look at all the candy and cake at this party. Nothing wrong with candy and cake, right? However, do you often find that if you eat it, later you go home and you're like, oh man, I feel crappy. And you knew you would, but you did it anyways because it feels good in the moment. Same with these situations. You're like, I am you know, not going to go out with somebody unless they make a really good offer and want to take me to dinner that first night and want to consistently talk and see me. And then somebody gives you a little sliver of that and you're like, actually, okay, I'll do it because he's really cool. You're compromising and then you're not going to feel your ego is going to feel kicked because you're someone's not honoring you. And it's going to hit those nerves and triggers in you that make you question yourself, even though it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with a misalignment. Somebody told me something very simple, yet very true. There are many people that might show interest in you, that might pursue you, but they cannot see you. There are only so many people in this lifetime, in this world, that will actually see you, the person that you are, because you are your own unique light. It means nothing about you in terms of your value your worth, any of that. It means that based on where that person is in their life and where you are in your life and who you are and what you're made of, all those things, they cannot see you. And by see you, I mean your true self your true essence, all that is great and glorious about you, all that is unique and amazing and brilliant, your radiance. For most people, you're invisible. You are invisible to those people. Let it go. When your ego feels hurt, that's how you get over it is you build yourself up and you say, it had nothing to do with me. They couldn't see me. I feel hurt because I'm taking it personally. I'm taking their Indifference and their mixed messages and their unaligned words and actions to mean something about me. But all it means is they didn't truly see me. If they did, they would never have done anything less than truly make an effort and honor me and show interest and be curious about the radiant, amazing human being I am. And then you can see, okay, there's just a bruise, just that little ouch of like, I didn't get picked because a lot of us are still in that place where we just want validation. We want to be picked, we want 100% approval rate. That's how I've always felt. But I'm beginning to move away from that as I begin to see, just as I pointed out, that to some people, you are invisible. They cannot see you. Move on from them. Move on to the people who can see you, who see, oh my gosh, look at that light. You know, look at that saucy girl. Look at that sexy lady. Wow, she's interesting. The right person who sees you is going to be very intrigued by you. How many people have you had come make a move on you. That's just sort of like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, like the, the bad boy, tough guy who just acts like too cool for, to make any effort. I used to get sucked into that all the time. I did just very shortly ago. (laughs) I probably still would, but you can be starting to be sucked into somebody and then write yourself, right? You can say, you know what, this person doesn't see me. I'm invisible to them. Yeah. Maybe they can see my physicality, but then my essence is invisible to them. I am invisible. And I'm not going to be with somebody who I'm invisible to because in order to truly be respected and in the highest relationship possible, they have to see all of you. You deserve to be seen. We're all remarkable, radiant beings. We deserve to be fully seen and appreciated. So heartbreak versus ego bruising heartbreak from comes from a true love connection intentionally created by two humans coming together and creating that separate entity. That is love. That is own love life force. Ego bruising happens from situationships, from, you know, friends with benefits, from casual hookups, all those things where we're like, oh, but I think I really like them. Not mocking you. I've done it a million times. I'm just saying, save yourself the, you know, misery, save yourself the discomfort and just realize that's what it was. My ego is just bruised because I feel a little rejected by someone who can't see me. So I'm going to move on. I hope that was helpful. Hope it carries on from the last few messages. If you'd like to hear anything specifically about dating relationships, please let me know. Thank you so much. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.